Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. For 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Just go to... Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Let's go to Robert in Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty, a cold yingling, if I may, please, sir. Can we get him a yingling? Check out. Appreciate that, as always. Uh, Really looking forward to the Ravens hosting uh, the Patriots this weekend. Uh, They've rebounded nicely from that debacle against the Browns to win three straights. That game against Seattle, possibly probably their best of the year. I think this is a matchup between the offensive skills of Lamar Jackson versus the uh, defensive genius of uh, Bill Belichick. What say you? How's your feeling feeling on this game? I mean, I I think, you know, it's hard for me to uh, bet against the Patriots uh, no matter where they play the game. I think they're better than the Ravens. But I think the number's three and a hook. I think it's worth looking at because I think, you know, the the defense is going to be lit. And they're going to – they have to play their best game of the year. And I think that, you know, I think the Patriots will have problems with uh, Lamar Jackson like everybody else does. You know, the guy – remember he went to Seattle and put that uh, performance on against the Seahawks? The Seahawks are a good team, and he made them look terrible. I mean, he ate, ate them for dinner and spit them out, didn't he? He was unstoppable. So if that guy plays up to his capabilities, which I think he will, I think they'll be in the game. Because no one is this year has been in a game with the Patriots. They they have destroyed everybody. I mean, their defense is like one of the best defenses through eight games uh, since the merger. I've I've heard all about it. I can take. I I don't disagree with people that say the Saints have a good defense or that the Niners have a good defense. I think the the Niners might actually might have the best defense in the league. I mean, that pass rush of theirs is is sickening. You can't even get a pass off against them. So anyone that puts that kind of pressure on a quarterback, the thing I worry about with uh, rushing a passer nowadays, you tackle him, you get 15 yards. You know what I mean? If you hit that quarterback anywhere except, like, in, you know, you can barely touch him. So that worries me. But the Niners have found a way to uh, win football games with that defense for sure. And their running game is sickening. And I don't even think Garoppolo has to do much of anything to win these games. So uh, the Ravens are a good team. There's no denying it. They have the ability to uh, play with anybody, and I think their quarterback's fantastic. The question becomes, will the defense be able to stop the Patriots and Tom Brady? And, you know, I have my, I have my doubts. No, for me, it's actually the opposite. I, I know that the Patriots' D has been outstanding this year. They've been the best unit in the entire league, statistically-wise and, and everything else. We know what Bill Belichick does to young quarterbacks or quarterbacks that see him for the first time. And this is a whole new world for Lamar Jackson coming on Sunday night. All right? Because this is a whole new world when you face Bill Belichick and his D. So you think that he's doomed? 
I'm not even saying that he's doomed. I'm just saying he hasn't faced him yet. And you know the record. Bill's record against the first time a quarterback plays him. Right. He never loses. He never loses. So I'm supposed to believe that because, you know, kids had a good year, he's, he's going to shred Bill Belichick on Sunday night? I, I'm not ready to go there. I need to see that to believe that. So I, I'm not betting against the Patriots until I see somebody beat them. Maybe that'll be the Ravens Sunday, but I got to see the kid do it before I go and bet against Bill. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't think it's going to be easy uh, by any stretch. To Bill's going to be ready for him. He's ready for everyone. Exactly. So they're ready for every game, and they're the they're still the best team in football. I don't care what anybody says with all these other teams. And the Ravens are the team that has given the Patriots, if you want to say the most, fits over the last 10 to 15 years. The Ravens would be that team that has. But this is a different Raven team than the one that has done that. So this is a whole new ball game. New offense, new guys on Didn't, team. Uh, so different. Peters went to that team, yes. and he had a big first game. So. He did. If he comes up big and they, and that defense can can step up their game, they're going to need to take their game to another level, I think, to uh, to actually uh, be able to pull it off. I don't think it's going to be easy by any stretch. It's a very hard game for him. Russ in South Carolina. Russ. Let's go to Doug in Dallas on the ticket. Don't bother calling back if I hung up on you. Just don't even waste my time. All right, go ahead, uh, Doug. Hey, Scotty. Hey, I just need uh, to get hydrated, please, with a little Woodford Reserve. Oh, nice call. Rock, nice call there with the Woodford. Mafia, didn't I buy you Woodford Reserve once for your like birthday or something? Probably. I believe that. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say that uh, your show cannot be beat. Flat out. Come on. You guys rock it. Every time that I get to listen to you, I'm floating from Oklahoma to Dallas right now listening to you, and the callers that call in and want to cuss, you hang up on them. Amen, brother. Hey, just real quick, from smoke shows to the World Series, I've never seen road teams be able to win on the road like they're doing, and I love it. Can't wait for the Nationals to maybe – Bring it to a game seven, and I will hang up. But I'm telling you guys, y'all rock it. You bring it. I love listening to you. Talk to me a little bit about Luca and what kind of year he's going to have. Oh, I think he's in, I, I think he's incredible. Thanks for all the kind words. I think Luca's uh, an incredible player. I love watching him play every night. That's a real pleasure. Like if I lived in Dallas, I would uh, I'd be a season ticket holder. That'd be that because I can't get enough of watching that guy play basketball. I think his game is sick. I love his, like, you know, body, too. He's got, like, this, um, you know, like, muscle body where he's got, like, baby. It seems like he's got, like, baby flab or something. He's got, like, you know, he's just chunky. He's not fat, but he's got, like, muscle and some extra weight. He can bang. Uh, He can definitely shed anybody when it comes to step backs and, his handle's sickening. His vision, uh, his court vision, seeing uh, plays and seeing guys cutting and making the right passes and the right, you know, moves. And he's just phenomenal. He's just a great player. And I think Porzingis with him is just going to be magical. So it's a great time. If if I were a Mavs fan, I'd be thinking this is a great time to be a season ticket holder and to be a part of that because he's very exciting to watch play. And... Uh, 
I, you know, as far as the World Series goes, I think everyone, what I've gotten the uh, feeling tonight is every everyone on this show tonight seems to think the Nationals are going to win tomorrow. I don't even think they're going to win. So everyone just thinks, I've heard every caller, not one, has said that there's not going to be a Game 7. So it's an automatic Game 6 is Nationals, and I don't even think they'll win the game. So what do I know? I'll probably be wrong, but... And, and you guys will be 100% right, and every single caller would be right, and that's fine, too. I hope you are. I hope there is a seventh game. I just think th- that no one, no one tonight, not one caller has respected uh, Justin Verlander at all. No one thinks he can win. They just think that it's an automatic Nationals win because of Steven Strasburg. And I'm telling you, nothing's automatic in sports. And I'll, and, uh, I'll tell you, I, I think Verlander is licking his chops to close this out and win the World Series. And then it'll be all over but the shouting. And then uh, then Max Scherzer can spend the whole offseason in a hot tub and in an ice tub and get his little neck problem solved. I have never in my life, I don't care what anybody says, they talk about how tough he is. Tough my ass, okay? How in God's name <laughs> does this, out of nowhere, like where did that injury happen? Out of nowhere he woke up like a cripple. How is that? How does that happen? It's inexplicable. You can't even tell me how that guy got injured. How could he possibly have all this debilitating, crippling injuries? Neck, back. What has he got? He can't move his arm. He's got. He's gonna have a stroke. I mean, what's next? How did that guy didn't even pitch, and he's he's falling apart like a toy? Like, honestly, I don't understand it whatsoever. Everybody's like, don't worry, he'll be ready for game seven. Don't worry, we're, you know, we we got this all in the bag. We're going to, game seven, it's all under control. Shut up. You have nothing under control. You just got your ass beat three games in a row in your building, and now you're facing Justin Verlander tomorrow. Have fun. Have fun with that. And guess whose bats are hot now? All the big guns for the Astros were hitting, weren't they? Guess who it was? Again, Springer, Correa, you know, it's the usual suspects, right? And and didn't in one of those games Bregman hit a grand slam? I mean, that was Friday, right? It, or whatever. Listen, they're all hitting now, so good luck stopping them. Seriously. 855-212-4227 is the number to get on the bench. So we didn't talk about some of these games. And uh, it was, you know... Uh, we did a little bit, but not enough. That Texans win over the Raiders, that the, the play by Watson where he got, you know, kicked in the face or something in the eye, and he still made the throw and, and, uh, and threw, threw the touchdown to win the game. They, they had no business winning that game. The Raiders should have won that game. That's all there is to it. Somehow they stole it. And, you know, the, every week they get more and more to me looking like a playoff team, the, the Texans. I think they're a really good football team. I, I think they, you know, uh, really good and, and great are two different islands, but I think they're really good. I think they're good enough to make the playoffs. The Packers win against the Chiefs. That may have been the best football game I saw all year. It was just back and forth. They were scoring. I think Collinsworth was right. It was back and forth. It was just one score after the next. I will say uh, I was a little – this is just me, not that I noticed anything, but, like, not that I cared or anything, but I did notice. Like, was Al struggling doing that game last night? What was going on there? Did they not have a spotter in the booth with him? Like, it was bad. Did anyone notice that? Him calling that game? It was brutal. I mean... It was brutal. For the first time ever, I was listening to a guy that had no clue what was going on. I'm, like, sitting there listening to him going, what are you doing, bro? 
What's happening here? Is he losing it? I don't know. Has I mean, he lost it now? I, I, he's, I don't know if he's lost it. I mean, he's 74. I guess he's going to have good nights and bad nights. Okay, well, I noticed that. So I don't know if anybody else did, but I did. And I'm, I'm such a horrible person. Why wouldn't I mention it, right? Packers get it done. I mean, that uh, this guy, Rodgers, that pass he threw into the corner of the end zone to number 30 for that touchdown, that was unbelievable. What a great – that reminded me of that uh, rope Roethlisberger threw to Holmes in the Super Bowl right in the corner. But this was more of a floater. He was in big trouble. He was going down, and he threw like an underhanded floater to him. or He ripped one into the corner, and the guy made the catch. That was unbelievable. Do you think he can go out to L.A. and win that game again this week against the Chargers, go back-to-back like that? Win at Arrowhead and then go to L.A. and win? Sure. I kind of like the Chargers this week, though. Oh, you like the Chargers all of a sudden? Why do you like them? They've been a mess. They should have. They had no business winning that game yesterday in Chicago. They won it, though. Then they, they fired Ken Wisenhut, too. They win a game, and then they fired the offensive coordinator. Well, their offense has been awful. Fire somebody after you win. Got to get better. Uh, bottom line is, uh, you know, I, I think Anthony Lynn's done a good job with the Chargers over the last couple years, so I'm not firing him for anything. I just don't understand that move at all. Let me say this about the Colts. They, they got a vanitary field goal to win the game, right? I'm not sold on the Colts. It's every game they play, they struggle to these wins, right? They get these wins. Now, I won't deny they're 5-2 and two and 3-1 and at home, but I think they're beatable. I think they are way beatable. I I, if, if the Bills played them in a playoff game tomorrow, I'd bet on the Bills. I think they'd have trouble scoring on the Bills in a playoff game. I don't think they're that good. They don't score enough for me. They scored 15 yesterday. They don't score enough. So, if you're not going to score, you're not going to win. You're not going to win in the playoffs. You got to put the ball in the end zone. If you're going to be in a 15-13 game in the playoffs, the Bills will beat you. Fair yeah, enough. You, you need to be able to put points on the board. And then I'm firing. I'm done with – I told you, I'm done with Jameis Winston. I can't take it anymore. They got to – and we heard Ozzy say it Friday night. He's so horrible. They got to get rid of him. It's got to end. It really does. And the Saints look great with Breeze. What else is there to say? And, and Minshew finally got it going against the Jets. Mavi, your team is so bad. It's not even funny. I have to say, you, you know, here's the point. Your boy, Sam Darnold's had one good game. One good game. He missed several games because of the mono, but he's had one good game, and now he's back to sucking again. I mean, he looked terrible yesterday. Yeah, another game of terrible interceptions. I mean, just, just dumb plays. He made a great play to get out of all the pressure that they had, escape, and then you know tries to do too much with it and gets picked. The problem is that he's just not making the smart plays right now. He's getting in situations where he's getting pressured, and him trying to get rid of the ball, it's to the wrong area, to the wrong people, and just <laughs> got to throw it out of bounds. So, I, I think that Gase is going to be – just looking at some of these coaches, there's two guys that I think could be one and done. I think that Gase could be one and done. And the reason why I say that, he was brought there to be this big quarterback guru, and I get Darnold wasn't there for a couple weeks with Demano. If this, the last couple weeks, continues for the rest of the year and there is an improvement in Darnold and the offense and things like that, and I know the line sucks too, but that could get him a one and done. He could be out after. How bad is that organization that they hired him to to begin with? He was so bad in Miami. Why would you hire that guy knowing you had played him multiple times, you saw how bad he was and you still hired him. And ever since he's been in New York, the me the media has just been so vicious to him. The guy has no chance to succeed here. 
Have you ever seen anything like a town like this in New York? You get the job, five minutes after you get it, they're crucifying you. They're happy for you the minute you get it. Congratulations on the job, Adam. It's so nice to meet you. Um, what are you going to do? Immediately they start uh, going after him. Immediately they start attacking him. That everything, you know, the guy didn't have two minutes to let the paint dry on his uh, office door. And they're just crucifying the guy every week. Like he has no chance to be successful. When they and the media just attacks him. And meanwhile, you know, they're all a bunch of fat slobs to begin with. These media people in New York, all these writers. Have you ever seen them in the locker room after the game? I mean, they are a bunch, aren't they? Yeah, but he doesn't help with the way he handles the media. You come well, to the market like this, you better be prepared. Well, he's Same a jerk. Nagy. Nagy with the way he go to the press conference yesterday. Never no thought to running it, no thought to throwing it. That's it. And the guy asked him, like, why was there no thought? Did you not hear what I said? Well, yeah, we heard what you said, but explain it because it's the dumbest decision you made all year. Yeah, but then it's the media's fault. Everything's the media's right, fault. Right, exactly. That's what these guys do. They go on the attack right away. They get defensive and attack these guys. And there's, the an- handle there's it. another guy who's going to get fired his kitchens because they suck. He could be a one and done, too. They suck. He suck. He doesn't know what he's doing. And that Fangio out in Denver could be done after one year, too. Oh, my God. I heard that Flacco. How about Flacco? How about Flacco? Gave him the business yesterday after the game. Well, they deserve then, it. But then he suddenly has a, you know, a an herniated disc, and he's done. You know, he's not going to play. He said everything that was absolutely true after that game yesterday. So do you don't think he's injured? Do you think they're sitting I mean, down? I'm sure there's something wrong with his back. But I think it's kind of funny that after the game yesterday, he completely destroys them, which and deserved. And Flacco was right. They're a two and six football team. Why aren't we being more aggressive and trying to score? Who cares if we give them the ball back? We're two and six. Because Joe Flacco's your quarterback. That's why. Well, no, but, but still, I, but try no, to that score. doesn't work. They should have gone to try to score. He's right that they should have gone for it, and they're pathetic. And it's because Vic is a defensive coach only, and he has no concept. It would appear to me on being a head coach or offensive at all. All he cares about is defense. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4CBS gets you on the bench. Every week the games keep getting bigger. PharrellOnTheBench.com is ready. Always great picks, incredible price, sweet return. PharrellOnTheBench.com sets the standard. Every play, every sport, every day. You name it, college football pros, NBA rack. I've been on Fire! NHL starting to get hot. Boxing. We hit all the big fights. UFC over the weekend we had them. Now this weekend another big card at the Garden in New York with Diaz and Masvidal. Uh, World Series. You get everything. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Just so you know, Mafia, uh, because I'm not going to be here uh, the rest of the week. This is my last show. Uh, these are some of the games. Niners, Cardinals, Thursday night. Sunday, you got Texans, Jags, and Jacks. Skins, Bills, and uh, Buffalo. Vikings, Chiefs at Arrowhead. No line on that game as of now. Originally, it came out, it was two and a half. Kansas City by two and a half, but that number's not standing. Jets, Dolphins in Miami. The Jets are favored by five and a half. I don't know if the Jets can beat anyone, let alone by five and a half. Bears, Eagles in Philly, Philly by five and a half. Colts, Steelers, Indies favored by one and a half. Titans, Panthers in Carolina, Carolina by three and a half. Lions, Raiders in Oakland, Oakland laying two. Bucks, Seahawks, Seahawks laying six. Browns, Broncos, Cleveland laying two and a half on the road. No Flacco. Packers, Chargers in L.A., Green Bay laying three. Pats, Ravens Sunday night. 
New England laying three and a half. Monday night, I'll be here for that one. Cowboys, Giants, a week from tonight. Dallas laying seven. Mike in Houston, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yep, I'm going with the Nationals to win the last two games. And the reason why, we have been all, all road teams have won all the games so far. Well, so might as well close it out okay. the same way we okay. started it. All right, great, thanks. There you go. So that's a done deal then. They shouldn't even play it. Just cancel it. Nationals win the World Series because all the road teams won. You've got the key that's unlocked the castle. There, there it is. It's automatic. A done deal. So now I don't have to watch tomorrow, right? Perfect. Thanks for helping me out with that. Jimmy and Toronto. Hey, for our first time, long time. Hey, man. Shout out to Marcia, Carver High, your whole crew, the guy who does the intros. Good music, too. I enjoy your show a cool. lot. Thanks, man. Okay, I have two questions. So the China and NBA situation, right. we're going to hear more developments on that. And then second is, how far do you see Toronto going in the title defense? Well, I look, I, I think they're better than everybody gives them credit for. I, you know, when Kawhi left, everybody just said they're, they're just middle of the pack now. They don't even matter. I don't agree with that. I still think they have a lot of talent on that team. And uh, obviously, they're not the same without Kawhi. And uh, we'll see how they uh, play. So far, you know, pretty decent. So far, they've looked okay. So, and they've been winning. So, I, I think they're uh, going to be fine. As far as China, I think it's, uh, you know, that's a closed door meeting now, uh, waiting to happen. Uh, negotiations, uh, powerful people uh, taking positions. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think China's stupid to not show the games uh, for fans. Uh, that's just the same reason uh, that they, you know, the the problems that they have to begin with. I mean, uh, the the you know that obviously we're a democracy. They aren't, so they they tell people what to do there, and that's how it's going to be. And so when they say there's no power, there's no power. When they say there's no basketball, there's going to be any basketball. There's not going to be anything. You're not going to get anything. So you know you can have that. Uh, all day. I don't want any part of it. So, is there anything worse than having somebody tell you what to do and how to live your life, or where to go, what to eat, what to say, when to watch, what to watch, what to read, when to read it? I mean, everything else, you can have it. But them telling them no more basketball is stupid. Everyone should be allowed to watch basketball no matter where they live, in my opinion. Uh, people should be entitled to watch uh, the NBA games. So I don't know enough about their problems over there with their world and the world they live in and what they're doing. I don't even want to know. I really don't. I have nothing to do with them, I, and I never will probably. I've never even been there, so what do I know? I don't know anything. All I know is uh, that whole thing bored me. There you go. Congratulations. Uh, we're, at, we're having uh, you know, problems with China. What else is new? Steven in Alabama, real quick. Hey, Fred. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. Let me get a shot of Jack Daniel, please. Can we get him a shot of Jack? Jack out. Ooh. There you go. I appreciate it. I was uh, wanting to get your opinion on what the college football committee was going to uh, decide on week one. Oh, I have no idea, but I, you know, I think that Oklahoma will not be in the week one top four, which is all that matters. And I think, uh, you know, I went over the rankings again tonight. I don't know when they do it. Isn't it like in two weeks? Ne next week they start doing it. So I'm assuming uh, that, you know, if it as things stand right now, uh, my guess is that, you know, the top four teams in the country 
will be the ones that make the playoff uh, initial poll, right? I mean, that's how they're going to do it, right? In the, the first rankings, I'd be surprised if Penn State made it, wouldn't you? I still think Clemson will be in it, and that'll be that. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, like, you know, all these polls and everything else, the AP, the coaches poll, power rankings, everything else, I think it'll be LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. Those will be the four teams that get in the initial one. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right. Uh, I think I, uh, I, I've already mentioned all this stuff, right? I'm not here the rest of the week. Make sure you, uh, you can listen to the all four hours of the show every night, no matter what sports preempt me, then just turn on uh, radio.com, uh, or CBS sports app or Sirius XM app, uh, search Pharrell and events channel 206. And then uh, ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio. And all those uh, avenues carry all four hours. And then uh, catch the podcast of Pharrell on a Bench every night after the show. We put it out on Twitter and Facebook. And the next day for the Hangover crowd, it'll be up there again tomorrow morning. By the way, James Conner left the game late in the fourth quarter. A CT joint in his shoulder. He's injured. Had a big game tonight, 23-145 and a touchdown. But he's injured now. So we'll see if he's able to go. Uh, in uh, their game against the Colts. Uh, he largely left the field, uh, well, left the stadium in a sling under his jacket. Yeah, he's injured. So the deal is is that uh, the Steelers, if they beat the Colts, they'll be at 500 if they beat the Colts on Sunday. I, the Colts, to me, uh, I won't deny they're a decent team. I think they're, I think they're pretty decent. No, no questions asked. I think Frank Rice's done a great job. But I don't think they're that good. I, I really don't think they're that good. In fact, uh, they're beatable. Believe me, you. Uh, no offense to anybody. I know how sensitive people get when I say your team's beatable and that ruins your day and you suddenly hate me forever. So good. Keep hating me. See if I care. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention to you, Mafia, before, because I'm not going to see you the rest of the week, is uh, I want to get this stuff in. Uh, Diaz Masvidal, break it down for me. Uh, you know I'm a huge Diaz fan, even though he's an idiot. Uh, I mean, he's like brainless. I, I've never seen anyone so – like when I, when I listen to him talk, I actually think he's completely stupid. But I love him. I love the kid. I think he's a great fighter. Thank God he's a fighter because I, I don't know how well he'd do it doing anything else. But uh, he is a bad mother forever. He is, but so is uh, Masvidal. That's why this is the, you know, the BMF belt. And both these guys are going to go in there. They're going to throw. This is going to be violent, bloody. But I don't think it's going to last the whole way. I think one of these guys is going to end up on his back. I'm going to give the edge to Masvidal because as good as Diaz is being a brawler, I think Masvidal has a more well-rounded game that he can strike with you know everything. I think Diaz just comes in just swinging for your head. I'm going to take uh, Jorge to win. There you go. Um, so you don't think uh, Diaz is uh, great on the ground either? Like He, he is he, great on the ground. He's a black belt. Right. He never uses it. So. He just wants to stand there and just take your head off. Like Both the Diaz's are incredible ground fighters. So why not never do seen it? Him do, I don't know. I've questioned that their whole career. Because he's stupid? They just like to try to beat you up. Uh, so, uh, and is there any other good fights on that card, or it's all about that? There's some other decent, you know, fights, but none huge names that are going to be exciting to most people. You don't think anything's going to happen to that fight this week, do you? Like, in terms of screwing it up? No, I think he got over a big hurdle with the whole drama that they had last week, going into the weekend where he was talking about the test and that he wasn't going to show up. I knew it eventually get cleared up and that he's, you know, they weren't going to let it happen and just ruin that card. We also have Kevin Gaslam, Darren Till is going to be a good fight. 
Wonderboy Thompson versus Vicente Luque. It's going to be some good action going on. Uh, you're going to the fights? I'll be there, yeah. Uh, and then Cat Towns and Trey Young are the players of the week in the NBA first week. Frank Vogel says the Lakers have not closed the door on Boogie Cousins returning to the team this season from his torn ACL. Imagine that little uh, teaser there. Uh, they finally look good in a game on Sunday. They finally won big. Tomorrow night they play the Grizzlies. I saw that game. I don't know. I mentioned it earlier. John Moran against Kyrie Irving was great on Sunday. What a game. Crowder hit the three to win it at the end of overtime, and the Grizzlies won the game. Uh, the Knicks players have been responding to Kyrie Irving's take over the city comment. Does any of that really matter at all? Like, do you seriously think, uh, like, any of that holds any water that the Nets own this city? No one, have they ever, they've never Nets owned don't own anything. They've never owned anything. They own nothing. The Nets could win the next two NBA championships, and they still would be irrelevant compared to the Knicks in New York City. I agree with that. It's the Knicks town, even if they and suck. And the Knicks have sucked for 20 years, and it's, and the Nets have made zero traction. Right. And they've and the and the Nets have actually been good. And they've at, had at some part, success. At parts during that twenty years, yes. They, they went to have. the NBA finals. In the year yeah. I mean and it means nothing. Nobody cares. That was when they were in New Jersey, right. whatever. Especially since they've been in Brooklyn. Zero. Yeah, it's crazy, right? But I, I will say this, uh, with Kyrie Irving there, it is definitely a better ticket to go see him play. He's a marquee player in the league. And so. then when they get Durant, they're going to be good. Because I'll tell you who else is really good on that team is Levert. He can play. That kid can flat out play. And I like Joe Harris. He's a little sloppy sometimes, but the guy can shoot. He can shoot threes. And I love him off a screen hitting a shot. And last night in that game, at the end of regulation, he had a follow tip in that gave them the lead. And it was really a clutch play by Harris. He came driving in from the baseline in the corner and, and made the uh, rebound tip in, go in, and fall, and cleanly with bodies all over the place. I actually like that kid, Allen, too, their big center uh, with the big fro. He, I think he's got game, too. I really like that team. They got some players on it. Prince can play. That's a good team. They're not bad. And the Knicks... I think they've been more rugged and physical and violent. And, you know, I still think they got issues. They got problems. They're not that good. But I like watching Barrett play and Trier and, uh, you know, they got some veterans in there and Morris and Portis that can bang and they don't take any crap from anybody. So I think they're uh, a lot better than anybody thought they would be. Now, as far as college football this week, because I'm not going to be here, I just wanted to uh, do a couple things and NHL before I get out of here. Uh, as far as college football this week, here's the games. Uh, Baylor and West Virginia Thursday night and Georgia Southern and App State is a great game in Boone, North Carolina on uh, Thursday night. Uh, Appalachian State's ranked. They're unbeaten. They're really good. And uh, Georgia Southern's not that shabby either. So I think that's going to be a, a pretty good football game on Thursday night. Now, uh, I'm sure there's more games, uh, but in terms of ranked games on Saturday, Michigan's at Maryland, uh, NC State at Wake. That should be a decent game. Vodtech at Notre Dame and South Bend. Notre Dame season's over, so now it's just play the games and see what bowl game they go to. Uh, they're not going to a playoff. Georgia-Florida cocktail party in Jacksonville. That should be good. Georgia favored by six. I'm a little surprised the number's that high. K-State and Kansas. That's a good game in Lawrence. Uh, and especially the way Kansas has been playing lately. Can you even believe Les Miles done? He's already earned his paycheck, right? I mean, they hadn't won a game in like 20 years. It might not show on the final record this year, but he's, he's done made, a great job. He's made improvements in Kansas already. <laughs> I mean, they haven't won three games in, in 25 years. Did you see how that game ended too? 
where Kansas was lining up for the field yeah, goal, right? Yeah. They blocked, and then the kid fumbled it when he tried to right. throw it back to someone and they else. Got a second chance. So Kansas recovered and kicked it. That was great. Wofford and Clemson, always a tough game for Clemson. Actually, Wofford's a lot better than anybody gives them credit for. Here's a little tip for you. If they get anywhere near 40 points, take it. Uh, they'll cover. They always give uh, Clemson a game. Watch. Because Clemson lays down for them. Utah and Washington at Husky Stadium, probably the game of the day. Old Miss and Auburn at Auburn. Cincinnati, East Carolina. SMU Memphis, though, is the game of the day in Memphis. They bumped Miami, Florida State for that game. SMU and Memphis, can you believe it? Uh, the problem is that's a better game than Miami, Florida State. The problem is there isn't a soul on the face of the earth that knows anything about SMU or Memphis, so no one will watch. When they see SM and, uh, SMU and Memphis on their television screen, they're going to turn the channel. Mark my words. They are, except for people in Dallas and people in Memphis. That's it. Oregon and USC at the Coliseum in Lipstick City and Boise, San Jose State. How about San Jose State? They're 4-4. Four and four. They're another program that's always been terrible, but they've been pretty decent this year. But Boise's laying 17 in that game. That's a rough way to make a living against a decent team, to be honest with you. Now, let me just look just for the uh, shacks and giggles. I wanted to see uh, Friday night, Navy and UConn up in Hartford. They are playing Navy laying 27. That's the only game on, on Friday. Uh, as far as NBA power rankings, the Clippers are everyone's darling. They're number one in the league. I saw them lose to the Suns, but they're still number one. Uh, Sixers, uh, two. Bucks, three. Nuggets, four. Lakers, five. Outside looking in, Rockets, six. Jazz, seven. Then Celtics, eight. Spurs, nine. Portland, ten. And the Champs, Raptors, 11. Heat, 12. There you go. After that, uh, Mavericks, 13. That's all that matters. Uh, Tarasenko going to miss five months with a uh, shoulder injury. The Blues star forward is uh, basically done for the year. I mean, five months, Carbride, that's the whole season. Yeah, I mean, they'll have him back just before the playoffs. Well, he can score, so that guy can play, and, and he'll be ready to go then. So that'll be a fresh uh, body for them then. Absolutely. But until then, he's done. Uh, power rankings now. Carbride, very excited. Number five, the Islanders. They've won seven in a seven row. Seven in a row. Longest uh, win streak in the league. The Sabres are number four. Did they win tonight or did they blow it? I thought I saw they won an o in shootout. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, they lost 3-2 shootout. There you go. Uh, Capitals three. Avalanche two. And the number one team in the league is the Bruins. So Everyone wrote them off after they lost in the finals that they would suck this year. And meanwhile, they're playing great hockey. Long way to go. Tiger Woods won his uh, 82nd PGA Tour win at the Zuzu or whatever it was called in uh, Japan. Right? Japan. So he won over there. Congratulations. I'm sure and, a lot of people saw it. Too. And in honor of that, some age discrimination, uh, CBS gets rid of Gary McCord and Peter Costas going into the golf season because they're both in their 70s. Nobody so watches for the commentators. Apparently they've uh, gotten rid of both of them and thanked them for all their you know 50 years of service. Thanks for everything. You're fired. And uh, Wayne Rooney says the MLS is uh, cheap. The U.S. players are taken advantage of. They don't make any money. That's because they suck. <laughs> I think that'll sum it up. Awful league. Why should they get paid as much as the so, league? So uh, who's in the finals? Do you even know? What do you mean? Like, isn't the championship coming I think the up? the semis are this week. Is that Semi-finals. what Semifinals. Uh, one of the things I'm... Toronto I'm, would play... F uh, Toronto-Philly, I think, one of them? Do they... How about this? You can't even find it if you were searching for it. Oh, here it is. Uh, I'm looking for the MLS. Here we go. There's got to be something on it right here. Or maybe uh, the conference semis. I don't know. 
I had it here. And then MLS, here we go. Let's see what it says here. So in terms of the uh, sc- the scores, like I could have sworn they're like in the – so L.A. Football Club against Seattle, that must be the final. That's the West final, and then Atlanta-Toronto is the East final. Oh, Atlanta – and you're right, Atlanta and Toronto's East final. So those games are Tuesday and Wednesday. Enjoy those because I won't be watching. I'll see you guys next Monday night for Cowboys-Giants. Check out the show all week with Chris Moore and – Jody Mack for Carver High and Mafia. I'm Pharrell. Get all my picks all week long per usual at PharrellOnTheBench.com. Good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.